From our studios in North Florida, it's in black and white. And now your host, the baby-faced assassin of freedom, Jerry Brooks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, patriots of all ages, welcome to In Black and Right, the new definition of color commentary. And on this wonderful Friday before the Memorial Day weekend, well, it is that time again for another fun-filled edition of WTF Friday! Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we've got another one. It's been a while since I've kind of done a, a WTF Friday, but believe me, my friends, today is definitely a good day for it. Of course, uh, before we get into all the fun and into this, probably it's going to turn into a rather spicy uh, adventure in podcasting today. Just want to let you know, you can contact us by email, inblackandright at gmail.com, or you can check out our website, inblackandright.net. Well, my friends, my friends, my friends. As we're getting ready to go into really the unofficial start of summer with Memorial Day, we are about to experience a real mess, possibly. Now, of course, the big news right now is the debt ceiling negotiations going on back in D.C. with House Speaker Kevin McCarthy and Joe Biden and his team. But my friends, I've got to tell you something. There is a danger. Now, of course, uh, the news headlines this afternoon are saying, hey, they're reaching a deal, they're making progress. But here's the big question. At what cost? Well, I definitely want to turn this over and going to be doing a little something different today uh, with this because Russ Vote for the Center uh, for Reclaiming America who was the really the architect of the bill that the uh, Republicans had passed in the House to start these negotiations going forward. Now, of course, keep in mind, uh, Joe Biden, for over three months, wanted nothing to do with it. No, we're not going to negotiate. We're not going to negotiate. You're going to give us a clean debt ceiling bill. Well, that went over like a lead brick, and now you've got people like Grandma Janet Yellen going out there talking about this June 1st arbitrary deadline, which is not, I repeat, not a real deadline. And you'll hear that from Mr. Vote on his, his appearance on War Room, and he put a very stern warning out there uh, to you, the American people who are caring, and to get, and if you have a Republican congressman, if you live in a district with a Republican in there, you need to not only contact the U.S. House switchboard, contact their office, or uh, possible, and or I should say, if they're coming home, you know, to go to events in the district and whatnot, find them and tell them, hey, hold the line. Because if, McC and McCarthy's got to play this a little cagey, 
Because if he's thinking somehow making some deal and negotiating with Democrats is going to uh, save him, it won't. It totally won't. Because one wrong move, Kevin McCarthy, and you could very easily get someone who's ticked off enough to, shall we say, uh, the three words that you probably don't want to hear, Mr. Speaker, motion to vacate. Yeah, all it needs is one. And you made that clear when you negotiated with members of the Freedom Caucus and the more conservative elements of the, uh, of the, uh, of the caucus. So yeah, the Republican conference, I should say. So yeah, so let's go to Russ vote. Uh, on the war room yesterday, uh, guest hosted by, co or I should say co-hosted by Natalie Winters, and talking about this very issue with the debt ceiling, the negotiations that are currently ongoing, and the very real possibility that we could get hosed. So let's go right to Mr. Vote. Thanks, Natalie. So things are not going in a good direction. <laughs> Uh, as you, th there is not an agreement yet, but the agreement is go trending in the wrong direction, and this is clearly the pound the tables moment for those of us who want to use the debt limit as an opportunity to crush the bureaucracy, because that's not what we're going to get. Uh, all indications are we're going to get a debt limit through the election, so the entirety of Joe Biden's uh, time in his first term that there would be no deep cuts to discretionary spending, what I call the bureaucracy cuts. Uh, Kevin McCarthy has had a negotiating line, a messaging line uh, of we have to spend less than last year. Well, my guess is that's going to end up being very close to a freeze and nothing more. We hear nothing about repeal of the energy credits that are so crucial towards furthering their Green New Deal and that the House has tried to strip so that we can protect the energy grid over the next decades that's going overwhelmingly towards renewables and ruining our energy situation here in this country. And they're going to talk about work requirements, but Joe Biden has already said that Medicaid's not a part of the work requirements, so they've been weakened. And the biggest tell is that they are mobilizing House Democrats to pass this. House Democrats should be completely irrelevant. There's no need for them. The House passed a bill that has all Republican support, and that's all they need. The set, that can pass through the Senate if Joe Biden agrees to it. Joe Biden is getting a debt limit. They need to stick to their guns and ensure that we are tackling woke and weaponized government. We are not getting that. The message of the day, this for the members of Congress that are concerned about where we are fiscally and the regime that oppresses the American people, now is the pound the table moment. Now is when you say, we are not going to go down this road. Leadership, you have not cut the deal just yet. Now is the time to walk away and take the same strategy based on coalition government that you have followed since the speaker's race that has made Kevin McCarthy a chance to be a historic speaker. This goes in the complete opposite direction. It's based on the old political assumptions. It's all Old Testament. It's not New Testament. Now is your chance to walk away from a bad deal with Joe Biden and be historic. But this is the pound the table moment, and the House members have to rise up and tell him that before he does it. They can't wait till the deal is cut. 
There will be options. We will go to war against the deal that's, that's bad if it's cut. That will happen. It will be napalm in the morning. But now is the moment for the House members to rise up and don't let us have to get to that point. And, the, and, and activists across the country should be call, call, calling their members of Congress and, and getting them to say, look, I know you're headed into a weekend. I know you want to see your family. I know you want to get back on that plane. But we need you to hold the line. Okay, yep-o, yep-o, folks. Hold the line. That is the phrase of the day. The phrase that pays. Tell, if you're in a Republican district and you're listening to this, tell your member of Congress, hold the freaking line. Because if we don't, really, Russ vote was so sharp and so right, the... The whole tyranny that's being foisted upon us by the Biden regime comes from the non-defense discretionary spending, the prioritization of payments. Now, Yellen is clueless. She doesn't know what the Sam hell she's doing. This whole thing about a June 1st deadline is absolutely arbitrary it is not real but that wasn't all that mr vote had to say on the subject the rest of it oh baby hold on to your hats for this one and your socks and your shoes because this is where things can get really dicey Pound the table, I say, burn the table down. Stephen K. Bannon, I think you are joining us via phone. If we have you, what are your yeah, thoughts? Yeah. It, it, what it, should the war room posse be doing? Yeah, Ross, before we start firing up on, on the calls, we got to do that. It looks like every element, every key element that we had in here is basically either thrown overboard or, or, or basically dialed down. And the worst of all of it is it gives Biden a free reign. Correct me if I'm wrong.
okay. I think we've got our marching orders. Uh, by the way, just last thing, who around McCarthy? Why, why is McCarthy caving? All the polling shows that we're going in the right direction. They've released some cash flow today that shows we're going in the right direction. We've got the wind to our back, everything. Why is McCarthy, who around him is cratering here to the cartel? If I had to guess, it would be Patrick McHenry, who's been part of the negotiating team as the head of the Financial Services Committee. You know, the paradigm that we have not gotten them to change to think differently about, Stephen, is, is the reality that June 1st is not a real deadline. And so there is not a desire to get past to June 2nd or June 3rd. Never mind that June 15th is coming all sorts of corporate uh, tax revenues that are coming in. So that has never changed, and that has caused them to talk way too much about the, the crisis of the debt uh, of default, and they feel that they need to have a deal in the same way that Biden feels they need to have a deal, and that has caused them to have a fundamental weakness in these negotiations that has hurt their ability to, take, to get as much as you and I if we were able to, because we would be saying, look, this default's not real, it's a lie. And I think that has really hurt their, uh, their ability to, to get as much as they, they, they want and need. And their members need to call them on them and force it down their throat. Okay, here we go. Now, what's really interesting here, the name Patrick McHenry, Congressman uh, Patrick McHenry, I've heard that name quite a bit recently, as early as this morning. It is and now Patrick McHenry is the chair of the House Financial Services Committee, but he can't, he's, he could end up either inadvertently or by design ruin this because he's got to get it through his thick head. Jan June 1st is not real, and Russ Vote is absolutely correct. This arbitrary June 1st deadline is not a hard and fast deadline. Janet Yellen, the Treasury Secretary, has enough of a goon and a goofball to just say, hey, you know, she needs to basically tell Congress and probably to the House Ways and Means Committee, hey, wait a minute, what do you mean June 1st? Yeah, and even she's changed her mind on that. Oh, it might be the 5th or the 15th, blah, blah, blah. No, if they can't deal with this. Reality is seems to be an elusive thing, not just for Democrats, but for Republicans. And frankly, if this McHenry clown all of a sudden gets really stupid and ruins it for ruins this deal, and it turns into a lifeline for Biden so he can have more spending, so he can keep more tyranny coming down on the American people through whatever agency he chooses. Uh, the uh, IRS, with those uh, new, with those 80-some thousand uh, new agents, it can be the EPA, uh, as Mr. Vote mentioned, for all kinds of rules, which, uh, which does not go well where I live in North Florida, because where I live is a rural county, and it is very nice. There's beautiful farmland here, 
But if you've got the EPA bringing their brand of tyranny to somebody who wants to do something on their own property, I mean, the Supreme Court just ruled on property rights. And, and to give more of that to property owners rather than the regulatory goofballs of the EPA. Ugh, yipes, yipes, yipes. This is so goofball, but hey, remember who we're dealing with here, folks, okay? Let's just remember that. But, of course, the other, and, and I'll be monitoring this over uh, the weekend, and if there's something really interesting to report, I'll do a live stream either on Instagram, Facebook, or True Patriot Network, or all three. Because this is going to be just, you know, hold the line. This is, it's that simple. Hold the line. And if you don't have a chance to tell your member of Congress to get up in Kevin McCarthy's grill, if this is trending into a major league mess, and I mean a white hot mess, then hey, I don't know what to tell you. You know, I'm. This is, uh, in black and white, is also a show about activism. So please, yes, get out there, tell your friends, tell your member of Congress if they're a Republican, because frankly, you know, don't don't even bother with the Democrats or the Democrats, whichever you prefer, because uh, they aren't needed here. They, and besides, they are just off in their own messed up little world. Uh, and that's not exactly, shall we say, a major league revelation. But, but I'll tell you what, though. What really is interesting, the other uh, big piece of news, Target. Now, I do believe it was USA Today that really brought out a new term. And I, and I kind of found it funny, but I, I, I liked it. It's, it's called Bud Lighting. <laughs> because going into this Memorial Day weekend, Anheuser-Busch is still a mess. It's still a mess. Bud Light is still a mess. There, it's gotten to a point where the retailers, stores that have Bud Light, for all intents and purposes... Uh, they're just giving it away. They're just giving away the Bud Light, and they can't even do a lot of that. It's wild. It is absolutely wild. But as goofy as Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch was, I mean, they've lost, oh my gosh, billions upon billions of dollars of market value. They've got all kinds of problems uh, getting it out there, uh, retailers, uh, grocery stores, restaurants, bars, <laughs> forget it. You know, they're all, it's so bad. I and Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light are buying back uh, Bud Light because of the controversy and the fact that they got, well, they got stupid and woke. But Target is a whole new brand of ball. Uh, oh my gosh, I'm looking at this uh, headline from just the news. Target market value drops $9 billion in a week 
amid boycott over pride offerings. Now, I want to add just a little, a little addendum to that. It's not just about the pride uh, clothes, even for little kids. I mean, babies, you know, onesies for, for little kids. Uh, and oh my God, toddlers and babies. Yeah, oh yeah, we're we're woke and we love pride and trans and every it's a gag me with a chainsaw, people. Ugh. It's that's bad enough. But now, as we discover this Target's love affair uh, with the alphabet folks, the LGBT community, we now discover something that's even more twisted, more sinister, and more sick that apparently Target is actually in an agreement with a satanic clothing company. That's right, folks. You heard it, and you probably heard it on the news. But yes, satanic clothing. A satanic clothing, design, uh, clothing company has their clothing in Target stores that just proudly declares their allegiance to Satan. That's right, Satan. Uh, thinking that, some, I mean, my gosh, folks. And, uh, and the church of the United States of 2023 is in part responsible for this mess. And yes, I'm not going to be you know, invited to too many barbecues over the weekend after saying this, but folks, my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, if you don't have what it takes to have the discernment when you see this level of evil, I mean, I know the left will say, you're just a conspiracy theorist, and think, and somebody really needs to take that snarky, smarmy look and slap it off of their faces because these people are either useful idiots for Satan at best or spawns of Satan at worst. You know, I mean, I did a story, gosh, what, last month about after-school Satan clubs and some of the leftists who thought they were smarter than that and that they were all that in a bag of chips and found out that their chips were stale and they got all haughty? Uh-uh, no. Satan is very real. He has infiltrated the marketplace, infiltrated churches, infiltrated schools, probably, infil and I'm sure has infiltrated government, media, all these other institutions. Yeah, and as far, and, and the church included, because some of these woke folks are absolutely no better than a Satanist in many respects. They just wear re nice, pious religious clothing. But, oh my gosh. I never thought, at almost 60 years old, I'll be, I'll, I turn 60 next March, I never thought I would be alive long enough to see this much craziness, evil, perversion, demonic activity. And yet, what are we talking about? 
on Sunday morning? Oh, well, how to have a healthy family, how to have a healthy marriage, and this and that and the other, and various other subjects, which is fine. Which is absolutely fine, and I will never demean that. But if we don't have people willing to say, hey, uh, yo, we've got real problems here, folks. We've got very real problems. And what's, here's what's even crazier. Now, Target has already gotten a lot of heat, but it's worse. And I didn't think it was going to get any worse. I mean, with the pride stuff, with the satanic designer, clothing designer. And now, here's a story. Uh, I found it on Revolver, but it was Revolver News, but it was actually Fox. And it was published uh, today. And it's crazy. And the headline, Target partners with organization pushing for kids' genders to be secretly changed in schools without parental consent. Oh, hell no. That's not just a hell no, but oh, hell no. This is, and this is a major woke corporation that is supporting this group called GLSEN. G-L-S-E-N. It is a, uh, it's a gay rights organization and they are, I mean, it just blows my mind. And part of the story says, we continue to support their mission, unquote, quote unquote, Target Corporation said about GLSEN. The whole pride thing, ramming it down kid's throat is bad enough. It's bad enough. But now you see this, a major corporation, a major retailer, supporting kids being transitioned secretly in schools with no parental consent. Now, that sucks, okay? It absolutely sucks. And I'm like, oh, hell no, again. I'm sorry, I'm a little spicy today, but when I see this and find out how twisted and perverse and demonic Target is, it makes what Anheuser-Busch and Bud Light did look like a Sunday school picnic. This is crazy. Now, ugh. Now, in the Fox story, which really amazes me that I even found a story like this on Fox anyway, Fox News. Oh my gosh. Now, just a couple of things in this story that really should tell you how really sick and twisted this, uh, shall we say, partnership is straight from the pit of hell. Now, Glisten, call, and this is from the story on uh, Fox News, Glisten calls for gender ideology to be integrated into all classes, even math. Excuse me, what the hell does gender ideology have to do with mathematics? Anybody want to tell me that? I mean, please, I'm, I guess I'm just not as smart as I thought I was, but how in the hell does that work? Ugh. Now, it's even crazier. It provides educators instructions on how they can make math, 
quote-unquote, more inclusive of trans and non-binary identities by including they-them pronouns in word problems. Oh. My. God. Are you kidding me? Well, this is, it's really nuts. And it gets worse. Oh, it gets worse. In, in, from the Fox News story. In another example, Glisten recommends that teachers intervene if students are making graphs about sex and gender to ensure it includes the ideology supported by Glisten. When students are creating their own surveys, if they want to include data for biological sex, teachers need to be sure they include both intersex and other as choices. Unquote. I mean, this, I, this is what I try to tell people. When you're dealing with the hardcore wackadoodle way out in left field left, you cannot rest on your laurels. You can't do it. That would be dangerously naive because these people are obsessed. They will not quit putting this nonsense in schools. They won't quit. Now, I'm very fortunate in the place I live in, the school, the local school board and the superintendent are good people with strong Christian moral values. But I warn them and I warn anybody, if you're a concerned mom, concerned dad about this stuff, do not take your eyes off your local school board. Even if they're conservative, don't take your eyes off of them because you have no idea what kind of crap from the pit of hell they will try to sneak in under the radar into your school district. Watch them like a hawk. Even if you go to a private school, uh, watch the leadership of that school because if they try to bring it in under the radar, under some kind of disguise, oh my lord. And just to put the cherry on top of this really sick, twisted, demonic Sunday, one, to date, and from this is from the same Fox News story, to date, the retail giant has donated at least $2.1 million to Glisten, which offers districts and students guidance on how to hide gender transitions from parents. Stated right there, they're not hiding anymore. Not even close. So, with June being Pride Month, I'm like, yeah, it's called whatever. Just whatever. Forget this nonsense. This is ridiculous. It is, I mean, it's beyond ridiculous. It's redonkulous. But the price for freedom is eternal vigilance. Now, just a little bit uh, to clean up a little bit from uh, Russ Vogt. When he talked about the Department of Critical Race Theory, what he was talking about was the Department of Education 
which frankly should be called the Department of Indoctrination. Because this, ladies and gentlemen, I promise you, it's going to continue and continue and continue. It's, it, and it's not going away. It is not going away. No. The, and here's just when you're talking about education, oh, here's something else, my friends. Uh, another great, another story. Biden administration funded university program that links the GOP and conservatives to Nazis. Right. Okay. Now, Brent Bazell of the Media Research Center uh, came up with this story. And, oh my gosh, it's crazy. It is absolutely crazy that you have the Department of Homeland Security, Biden's Homeland Department of Security, or <laughs> Department of Homeland Security, I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm looking at this and I'm just like all just mind boggled by this. But anyway, the media watchdog group, uh, reading from the story, obtained documents via a Freedom of Information Act or FOIA request and discovered that the Department of Homeland Security program meant to fight terrorism funded a group whose work targeted the American political right. Oops. Okay. This is pretty nuts. And I'm going to put this report from uh, Media Research Center. I'm going to be posting it on inblackandright.net this afternoon so you can read it for yourself. But I'll tell you, this is twisted. I mean, this is not education, folks. It's indoctrination. Get that get the word education out of your mind and just say indoctrination because they're doing it to kids in preschool all the way up to colleges and universities. This is why your kids are going to public universities and colleges and coming out all messed up, woke, and turned into nothing more than annoying and obnoxious uh, social justice drones. And I cannot even believe uh, that this is, well, I mean, I can believe it's happening. But what's really crazy, um, looking at the story, now, according to the report that was done by Media Research Center, the University of Dayton was awarded $352,109 by the Department of Homeland Security for its Prevents Ohio program to, quote-unquote, draw on the expertise of the University of Dayton faculty to fight domestic violent extremism and hate movements, unquote. That's right, folks. We, this is full-blown warfare. And they're trying to, and they're trying to sneak it in. They're trying to be too cute by half. But what they're doing to education or indoctrination, that's what they've done. It's indoctrination. And this is just one more in a series of, hey, we're just going to do whatever the hell we want 
And if you're on the political right, if you're a conservative, if you are a Christian, uh, a person of faith, maybe Catholic, we've seen it. We know what's going on. They're not hiding it very well, if they're even hiding it at all. And yes, I guess I'm turned this into in black and rant because if we're not figuring this out, folks, if you're someone who's just kind of, and especially my fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, if you're just kind of, oh, well, you know, Jesus will come and all that. No, get over it. Get over yourself and realize we have not been called to turn into a bunker mentality. We are not called to be ostriches, putting our heads in the sand. We're not called for it. This is not what the men and women who died for this country, putting on the uniform, and they gave it all. I mean, it all, to, not, to just basically become nothing more than, oh, we don't want to be political. We don't want to be controversial. Get over it, because if you won't fight for your community, if you won't fight for your family, then who is? A simple question and a very legitimate question. If you're not going to fight and try to, you know, to occupy, which is a military term, till he comes, that's your job to stand up for what's right, confront evil where you see it, and to heck with it. And to whatever anybody else's opinion, screw it. They don't, they don't have the last word. You're not ultimately held to account by these dingbats. The person you're going to be held accountable to is Jesus, period. Deal with that. And for all the woke folks who have a problem with what I just said, hey, in black and right at gmail.com, you know, you can call me whatever you want because you see, I'm not afraid. I don't fear you. I understand who I work for. I don't have some big network, no corporate media. I just have little old me with a microphone and a platform. That's all I have. And frankly, I think that's all I need and it will get bigger in time. It will get bigger because this is a test. You know, anybody you know, you kind of remember the emergency broadcast system or it's now the emergency alert system and you hear that beep beep, you know, this is a test. And frankly, I think God has his own. This is a test. This is this is a test, but it's a it's a vital test. This is not a drill. So, this is going to be one of those situations where yeah, going into the, you know, going into uh, Memorial Day weekend. Yes. Absolutely. Have a great time. Don't forget those who paid the ultimate sacrifice, the ultimate price for your freedom. To not recognize that is just 
so clueless, so arrogant and insensitive. Those men and women, I mean, I love what my town does. Down the main thoroughfare, which is miles and miles long, what they do is they line both sides of this road with crosses and American flags and the names of people from the county I live in who paid the price during all the World War, I mean, what, all the way from today, going back to Korea, Vietnam, World War II, World War I, maybe even the Civil War. But that's how you do it. And hopefully I'll get pictures of that up this weekend because I'll tell you folks, this is not the time to just simply, you know, okay, yeah, you have barbecues, yeah, you go travel places, yeah. Plenty of, there's, the beaches of Florida are going to be loaded to the gills with a whole lot of people. And that's great. But don't just make Memorial Day about that. Because at that point, you will have missed the point. So, my friends, with that in mind, um, I'm trying to get a uh, special Memorial Day uh, podcast up and going for Monday. But in the meantime, my friends, I'm going to call it a day and just say thank you so much uh, for listening. But I also, for our veterans, I know Veterans Day is for veterans who put on the uniform. Memorial Day is for those who put on the uniform and never got out of it because they paid the ultimate price and made the ultimate sacrifice. But for those who have gone before us, who fought in peacetime and in war uh, for the freedoms that we get to enjoy, don't take them for granted, my friends, because if you do as much as they fought to get them and to keep them, you could, e you could lose them even easier and a whole lot faster. So with that, my friends, thanks so much for listening to this uh, extended version of the program today. Have a great weekend. God bless you guys. God bless our men and women who have fought for our country. Thank you for our first responders, our firefighters, uh, police officers, uh, emergency medical folks. God bless each and every one of you because you do good things and I certainly don't want you to think that I take them for granted because I don't. So, uh, love you guys. Take care of yourselves. God bless. And always remember, patriots come in all colors. <laughs>